I've got a real test for the concept that comedy is just tragedy plus time. Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we look at something that happened on this very day in history and we decide whether or not it was the best thing to have happened on this day ever. Now I say it like that, it sounds trite and unambitious, but we're all here anyway. Those of you who have been listening regularly for the last few weeks will know this isn't what you usually get. Usually, there'll be lots of other people and they'd be shouting, they'd be sparking off each other in joy. And now you've just got me with this it's going to go up and down slightly, but not a lot, um, for the next few minutes. So we've looked into the heart of darkness, but um, I can confirm that there are sunlit uplands ahead. Jake Yap will have access to the internet on Wednesday. That's Jake Yap promise. You can put it in the bank. And so that means on Thursday, we might, just might, be back to normal. Anyway. Let's have a look at what happened. Oh, I should turn off my phone. I'm not going to redo this. Um, you'll just have to put up with the sound my phone makes when I'm too lazy to turn it off. Round one! Let's go to the 15th of September, 1440, when Gilles de Ray is taken into custody, having been accused by the Bishop of Nantes. Gilles de Ray is interesting, and let's have a content warning here, because this is going to get into some quite unpleasant stuff today, despite the fact that it's 1440. Yes, we're going to really see how much time you have to leave after a tragedy before you can make it into something comic. Gilderay is the earliest example we have of a serial killer. Between 1427 and 1435, Gilles de Ray was a commander of the French army. He was fighting alongside Joan of Arc in the Hundred Years' War. Now, I think that must be a bit embarrassing in hindsight for Joan of Arc. Having done a fun run with Jimmy Savile. Um, then he retired in 1435 and decided to do what everyone does when they want to deplete their... If they think, I've got way too much money, what should I do with this? They put on a play. They write a play and they put it on themselves, which he did. Essentially, it was the 15th century French version of doing Edinburgh. He, there were 140 speaking parts in this play and 500 extras, extras, each of whom had a new costume every night. The audience got unlimited food and drink in the price of their ticket, um, and the cost of putting it on meant that by the end of this period, Gilles de Ray was down to only two castles. In 1435, the King of France, uh, Charles V, I think, or Charles VI, um, said that he was a spendthrift. There was official proclamation, he's a spendthrift. You may not enter into contracts with him. You may not buy anything from him. You may not sell anything to him, um, which meant that his credits got squeezed a bit. Uh, so he went to Brittany, where the laws of France didn't apply. In 1438, he was so desperate for money, he decided to try summoning up a demon and uh, seeing if that would give him some money. So he found um, a man called Prelati, who was a priest who specialised in the occult, um, and they tried to summon up a demon, but it didn't work. At which point Prolati went, oh, I know the problem. The problem is uh, the demon is angry uh, because it needs um, child parts for this uh, ceremony to work properly and we don't have any child parts. Oh, well, bye then. I'll see you later. I'm off home. Um, and Shield Ray, instead of going, oh, no, that's... A... He went, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's not get be too hasty. Uh, why not come back again tomorrow and we'll try again? And so they did all come back and somehow Shield Ray had found child parts. I think that's a red flag. At that point you go, oh, my friend knows how to source child parts. I think we might not be friends anymore. But Prolati didn't, and they carried on with the ritual. 
A few years later, on the 15th of May, 1440, Gilles de Ray was having an argument with a cleric whom he kidnapped, because that is clearly the way to resolve differences, which led to a fight with the Bishop of Nantes, who investigated him, and the Bishop of Nantes published his report in the summer of 1440, which accused Gilles de Ray of killing hundreds of children. Gilles de Ray was arrested with his two servants on the 15th of September, 1440, at which point he confessed to having murdered hundreds of children. From 1432 onwards, um, he would lure children in, he would dress them in fine clothes, give them a larger meal, drug them, abuse them, and then murder them. There was a story of one 12-year-old who was an apprentice to a furrier who was borrowed by Gilles de Ray's servant, said, oh, can we borrow your apprentice? We need to send a message to someone. And the child was never seen again, and the furrier went to the servants and said, um, where's my apprentice? And they went, oh, he must have, uh, he probably ran off when he was giving the message. He, um, yeah, he probably went to be a page somewhere. Sorry about that. And because it was the 15th century, and no one really cared that much about children, you could murder hundreds of them, and no one really noticed. Um, Gilles de confessed to one, between one and two hundred murders. Some people think there may have been up to 600 victims. Uh, but because he confessed... Oh, and it, by the way, in his confession, he provided such graphic details of the murders that they couldn't be written down. Uh, because he confessed and pleaded guilty, um, he could still be buried as he wanted to be in the church of the monastery of Notre-Dame in Nantes. That's lovely, isn't it? I mean, it's good to know that even becoming a serial killer of children doesn't mean the church will necessarily turn its back on you. Um, Alistair Crowley believes the whole thing was a witch hunt and there have been a few attempts to prove that Gilles de Ray wasn't anything of the sort. Um, there is a theory that it was just local landowners who were looking to get their hands on the last of his castles who framed him. But uh, generally the consensus is that, yes, he did what he confessed to doing uh, because very few people confessed to, freely confessed to murdering hundreds of children and giving graphic detail of the ways in which they did it. Um, unless they actually do. So that's the 15th of September. So bear in mind that whatever you do on the 15th of September, it won't be the worst thing to have happened on the 15th of September. Um, so take that knowledge with you. Go in peace, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>